For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. All right, everybody, welcome back um, to our Friday show, talking to John Paul Watson. Um, John Paul, thanks again for taking oh, the time. It's good to be here. I appreciate it, man. To be here. Um, something we like to ask everybody is uh, books that have mm-hmm. been um, significant in your life. Uh, we want to encourage people to be lifelong students um, in ministry. Uh, we, I mean, just in life in general, but we want to encourage people uh, to be reading. And so one way um, we think it's helpful is just being able to share other resources that have impacted us. So yeah. but what are some books outside of the Bible that have impacted you? Um, those that are some of the most impactful books you've ever read as well yeah. as some books that are, you're reading currently. Um, they don't all have to be related to youth ministry, just... Um, in general, yeah, uh, I, I'll start with this is something I'm reading currently. Okay. Um, is I was preparing to teach an elective class for uh, RYM summer conference. Um, I the class that, the class I was teaching on is, is kind of it's sort of like well, what do we, what do we do when we feel bored reading the Bible? Um, and uh, and so it got me to thinking a lot about the things that are in our lives that really uh, can for our allegiance, the allegiance of time in a lot of ways, and that we live in a culture that's really kind of bent towards self. Um, and then in a lot of ways, um, technology is a good illustration of that. Now, I don't say that to say that technology is bad. I think technology is really, really good. And so it sent me on this uh, quest, if you will, um, to, to, to look at, to, to try and think about some things that might be good that are out there. What just so happens that um, I think it's Crossway published a book called uh, 12 Ways Your Phone is Changing You by a guy named Tony Ranke. Um, and uh, it was just published, I think, within the last six months or so. Um, and uh, and that's been really, really helpful uh, for me. And you hear the title and you could think, well, he's, he's just going to toss our, you know, our devices under the bus uh, kind of thing, which if you have children that are teenagers, you know that that's a good way to shut down the conversation immediately. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he doesn't. That's not that's not his approach. And I found it to be really, really helpful, His uh, the way he sort of starts the book in, in thinking about a theology of technology and that God is the one who's the author of technology and that technology is something for us to steward um, and to and steward well. Not something for us to just dismiss and move out of the way, but how are we being good stewards of the technology um, that we that we have that we hold in our hands, um, and particularly when you think about that it's changing all the time. Um, how do we do that? That's been that, that's been a, a really helpful book yeah, uh, for me as I relate to my students as well. Too. Absolutely. Um, so it's a very yeah, thoughtful book, and like yeah. you said, I think he even says in there how he's a, he's been an early adopter of technology right, yeah. all of his life, and so it definitely doesn't come across as bashing technology Not or anything like that. No, yeah. but it's it's one everyone would do well to read because I obviously we all have these devices in our hands. Right. And, yeah. Um, and also just kind of in light of that, kind of 
uh, piggyback on what you just said. I know that he's uh, done a podcast with Walt Mueller as well. Um, Walt Mueller, oh, really? Center for Parent, yes. <laughs> Center for Parent Youth Understanding, CPIU.org. Yeah. Um, for those of you listening, it's just a, I don't know, a, a, I guess an hour and a half podcast, but the, the latter half is when he interviews Tony Reinke, so that's something people might want to check out. Yeah, so that's that's something that, um, you know, has been, um, you know, been going on for me uh, right now. Um, you know, maybe big, bigger picture uh, of things. Uh, one book that, that, that I read when I first came into youth ministry uh, was a book called Hurt by a guy named Chad Clark. Um, and that book uh, has been really, really helpful for me sort of getting into the, the culture that is youth culture of today. Um, and trying to understand where students are coming from, um, the things that they're struggling with, the, the, the things that they're going through on a day-to-day basis, uh, and everything, and how they might respond to the church in the midst of that um, as, uh, as well, too. Uh, that one, you know, if you're going into youth ministry, if you're thinking about going into youth ministry, um, I don't, I, I, that, that would be a really good book to read. And it's dense. I mean, it's got it's pretty hefty, but it's totally worth it, um, and uh, it will really get you into the mindset of what your students are going through on a day, on a on a daily basis. That when they when they don the doors of their high schools, that they feel like their life is on the line every single day, oh, yeah. um, and that that's real and that's true and that's their experience. Um, that was really really helpful for yeah. me. Yeah, and and not to. Put you on the spot. I, I read Hurt, but I know Hurt 2.0. Well, that, I'm talking about Hurt 2.0. Actually. Oh, okay. So that's that's what I'm talking about. Not the original. His 2.0 version is the one. So is that about. is that a revision of the original? I think it's version? added to. Like he just he just added some stuff to it in terms of like what you know what he had continued to experience that he okay. thought might be helpful to it. Um, so yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. He said eye opening, and will will help you uh, understand your students a little bit better. So any other books you want to Yeah, so so I've got some books that I would say that I'd probably come back to um, at least uh, at least once a year. One of those uh, books uh, is a book called In the Name of Jesus, uh, Reflections on Christian Leadership by a guy named Henry Nowlin. Um, really short book. Um, if, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's less than 100 pages. But let me tell you, in less than 100 pages, that, that book right there um, consistently uh, knocks, me, knock, knocks me down in a good way in understanding how Jesus leads us in serving us and that he calls us to die to self as we serve others out of our identity in Jesus. Not to try to earn some sort of identity in Jesus, but out of our identity in Jesus to serve others and to have that posture Towards um, towards the people that you're you're, you're ministering to, have, in a lot of ways, having confidence in the fact that God's at work, mm-hmm. um, and feeling free to serve others. That it's not I don't have to try and bolster myself. I don't have to you know it ain't it's 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 not about me. And as soon as I start making it about me, then destruction happens because that's my sin getting in the way. Uh, that one's one that I, I read on a yearly basis uh, for sure. Um, and continue to come and say back that to again, it's uh, yeah it's, it's called in the name of Jesus reflections on Christian leadership uh, by Henry Nowen uh, that would be one and this is maybe that one and, and 
the uh, the other one that I'll mention is maybe more of the like just kind of pastoral side of things. The other one that I would say uh, has been really really impactful uh, uh, is the Institutes of Christian Religion by John Calvin. Um, and now I'm not. I, I am not someone who sits down and reads theology for two or three hours a day. I We read this actually as a pastoral staff together, and it was extremely profitable. And uh, and we got together once a week uh, to discuss the reading that we had done, small chunks, because it's really, really dense stuff. But over the course of the course of a year, we read through the uh, the institutes together. And, and that is, there is so much good, stuff in there um, that Calvin writes about just even his premise of knowing God and knowing self as the foundation of the Christian religion and that you can't properly know one without the other um, is just a really really helpful foundationally and so pastoral too um, in the way in the way that he writes once you can kind of get into it and I'm a big proponent of reading books and groups. For yeah. me, that's been really, really helpful. It's tough for me to get driven behind just you know just reading all the time. I'm a person who wants to be with people and hang out with people. That's not to say people that enjoy books don't want to be with people. <laughs> but um, if given if given the choice between the two, I'm going to run towards being with people. So reading a book in groups um, together has been really, really helpful. And discussing it, that's the thing that's been very, very helpful uh, to me. And we try to read, as a pastoral staff, we, uh, we read through... Uh, something uh, at least every year, uh, at least one big, big chunk of That's things, good. and maybe even a couple of books together. So, and just kind of a, a practical follow-up question to that: Did you did you have some kind of a, a guide reading through that? Is there? I know that there's some some reading schedules online of reading through the institutes. Right. Yeah. So we uh, we basically had our pastoral secretary create a schedule for us. That was uh, that, that was basically sort of based on, uh, if, if I remember correctly, roughly like eight pages a week, eight pages of stuff a week, um, and maybe it was more than that at times. But it is one of those things, like with the institutes, that there's is so dense that there's so much that's there that you know to really kind of get into it and and, and get through it, it's going to be a slow. So eight pages rocket. a week. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong on that. It could be more like 20. <laughs> but uh, but it, I do remember this. What I do remember is it was small chunks. Like it was, um, it was, it, we had designed it so that we would read small chunks at a time and think on those things. Instead of just pushing ourselves to fastly go through it, um, rather to try and practice some of the Lord, sort of like reflecting and resting in what we were reading. Um, and so we specifically designed it um, to to do that to yeah, accommodate that. That's smart because yeah, it's definitely not a book you just want to plow through. And then I'm unable to plow through a book like that. I've got to right, read same here. I read <laughs> really slow. I need people to help me understand what I'm reading. I mean, that's just how I am. Yeah. So. Well, that, that's that's good. I mean, obviously, if you're mentioning institutes in the list of books, that one's going to be that one's going to be up there. So that's a yeah. A good one um, to throw out. Any other books you want to throw out? Any that you want to add? I, I would say another one on the pastoral side that we that we've read through together as a pastoral staff too. It's a book called Sensing Jesus by Zach S. Wine, and I think that maybe it's been republished into the Imperfect Pastor. That's right. Um, but that that has been so helpful for us as uh, as a pastoral team 
um, in thinking about in thinking about ministry together. So one of the things that we really uh, are striving towards uh, at Christ Press um, is for our pastoral staff to be a team thinking about the ministries of the church together. So we are kind of um, in each other's business in a good way, um, in, uh, in so many ways. Um, we do sermon prep together each week. We, um, our other associate pastors, they were Christian Ed in small groups. Like we are constantly talking about stuff. As a matter of fact, the, the two of us are gonna co-teach a class this fall on uh, technology um, and, uh, and, and theology that we're going to offer to our church as a whole. It's going to be the only thing that we're going to have our students um, be, be involved in because we think it's really, really important. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, so sensing Jesus really kind of helped us think through some of that stuff and thinking about pastoral ministry just in a, just in a, in a broad sense of thinking how, well, if it's really true that God's at work and God's using everything to build us up into the image of Christ, that means that, all, that our ministries in our church shouldn't be these distinct things apart from each other. But rather, we should be thinking about how all of this fits together for, uh, for our people. And sensing Jesus really, I feel like, really helped us um, in, in a lot of that pastorally as we read through that together. It, wasn't, it, was, it was interesting because it wasn't necessarily anything particular about the content in that book that was saying, you need to do this or you need to do this, as much as it was just the pastoral tone with which Eswine uh, writes that made us all think about pastoral ministry and how all of our ministries fit together. So this may be even tough for me to explain, but that one's been really huge yeah. for me, and I would say for, for our pastoral staff as well, too. Yeah, that, that was one that I appreciated, and, and I do know you're, you're right that maybe a, a few years ago, um, the perfect pastor, yeah. um, I think he might have added some additional chapters to that and uh -huh. revised it, but basically the same one but that's that's one that you'll want to read periodically for sure absolutely yeah so. yeah well, john paul again thank you so much for yeah. taking the time this week it's been okay. great having you on the show thanks for having me john absolutely uh -huh. thanks so much for tuning in this week to the local youth worker as always we hope you've been encouraged and equipped in your call as youth workers if you take time to rate this podcast on itunes it would greatly help us as always, we want to thank Joe Deegan for providing the music and encourage you to go out and purchase his newest CD, Cover and Title Page, which you can find at iTunes. See you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Oh, come and buy without money.